0: I'm Noel, and I'm here today with Thomas Wolf. He's the co-founder of Hugging Face. Hi Thomas, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good Noel. happy to be here.
0: Good, I'm happy to have you. It's very exciting. Um, tell everybody a little bit about what you do at Hugging Face and what ex- inspired you to create it.
1: Yeah, so at Hugging Face we, we're doing a, a platform to, to share uh, all the all the new models, the new data sets, uh, the new demo of, of uh, the AI world in particular generative AI but also uh, also the AI like uh, bird that people use to, to process data more mm-hmm. um, We think it's very important that you can access all these artifacts in, a, in an open source way or like a, a, or I would say a large spectrum of open open way to access the model and um, that's the platform we're building.
0: Yes, I love it. A lot of people are familiar with hugging face and and I think it's actually a very brilliant idea. I love the idea of an open source platform. It it makes everything more accessible for people and people to be able to also have partnerships with you and be able to add that to what they're working on too. So um, I know you guys just recently partnered with AWS, their cloud service.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's a defining feature or like I would say a, a defining aspect of the company that we collaborate and we partner with many, many, many uh, people. So AWS is, is, is definitely a partnership we're very happy to, to have done. It's actually the continuation of a very long relation we've had with AWS over the year. Uh, but we also work with uh, like all the other cloud providers and, and, and also a lot of I would say a wide range of, of medium, smaller, bigger, bigger companies. It goes yeah. from, uh, giving them access to model to hosting them, being the platform that's behind the, the hosting platform, being the platform for discovery, being the platform for, for people to share their model and to access the, the community. Cause mm-hmm. we have this very large community around hugging face. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we we currently have like um more than 150,000 models hosted from many many companies so can range from fully open source companies like stability ai recently right that did did stable diffusion to a uh, model from like more closed source companies we have models from google and uh, the birds model is one of the most downloaded very happy that's here um recently meta open source llama that will be on the platform soon so basically it's a place to find Uh, all type of uh, all type of models data sets for any type of use case
0: yeah that's great you have such a large and diverse platform and incorporating everything that AWS does just opens it up and makes it so much bigger it is a very very great achievement and you should be so proud of it it's very impressive (laughs) that's for sure
1: I think it's really a great partnership. Huh? So the idea of this partnership in particular is really to make it more accessible. So AWS is obviously right the, 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 the largest cloud providers. That's the default option for many people. Uh, yes. On the other hand, we are the, the, the largest model provider. So we also the default place for people to find models. So there is kind of a natural win-win in uh, making all our models more accessible in AWS yeah. directly. Yeah, and on the other hand, we we also have this partnership to uh, uh, to have more compute on our side, which will let us train more uh, open source model and open source them on the platform. So that's also a very exciting new thing. We we're we're doing more and more this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. You guys have a lot going on. Hugging Face is always into something, which is great. Always gaining a lot of traction.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thanks. We're trying yeah. to follow uh, where the field is going. Uh, yes. I think uh, so. Last year, for instance, we created uh, a new library called Diffusers uh, because diffusion models were getting really powerful, impressive, and, and popular. And we thought it would be interesting to also have an easy way to access to this model and to kind of gather uh, all of them uh, as we do in in a, in a unified hub, unified library interface. And it's 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 one of the most uh, popular recent library. And this year, obviously, uh, will be the year of large language model. So we're also yeah. working on this. Um, it will be very interesting to have the, all this new version, all this open source version of chat GPT to see them coming out. Yes. Um, I'm very excited about that in 2023 in particular.
0: Yes, yes. That has made a huge impact in the world of AI, a huge impact. Um, such a big deal and such an amazing platform for people to be able to leverage and learn so many things and be able to find the answers for things that they've been looking for, for sometimes what seems like forever. So it is really good. I've played with chat GPT. uh, Honestly, quite often I use it and play with it and I, I get some fun things out of it, which is good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yes. it's quite surprising because this AI model can now really do uh, super interesting things that we mm-hmm. thought was not possible, I would say, just just a couple of years ago, right? Yes. Uh, we've definitely reached uh, a threshold of performance. That, that's very interesting. And I think now the next level is to reach uh, a wide threshold of uh, accessibility and usage. And so that's, that's where this year will be.
0: Yes, I agree. So in your perspective, how do you think AI is redefining what it means to be human?
1: <laughs> That's a very large question yeah
0: it is it does it is.
1: yeah, it does question a lot, right so uh, the fact that AI can do um, a lot of tasks that that are borderline creativity or that are almost fully fully creative uh, like stability stable diffusion and and the um, you know the tensions with the artistic world. Uh, it's it's very clearly questioning some things that we took for granted over what it meant to be human and mm-hmm. what it meant to to be able to do a set of tasks. right. If you had asked me a couple of years ago, um, <laughs> what would be, you know the first job uh, that AI will uh, will kind of interact with or, or who will be the, the most touched with by AI, the most uh, concerned. I would definitely not have said uh, artists, um, yeah. but both in vision and text, uh, we see that the this model are capable to do things that um, yeah that that we thought were very human. i'm I'm not I'm not very optimistic. I'm not afraid of this. I think we'll just redefine, just like you know, when search engines started, right? Uh, right it kind of also changed the way we accessed uh, knowledge. Now we take it for granted that we can do a quick search and access anything, you know, like yeah, if you forgot if you want to know, I don't know. The, the the birth date of obama or something like that you you, right. you take it for granted that it's very easy to query it and in, in a couple of mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of seconds you can get your answer uh, mm-hmm. but 30 years ago it was not the fact it was not that at all right it was uh, in a book maybe you didn't have the book so uh, all of this has really changed uh, mm-hmm. we're already deep changes in what it meant to be human uh, yeah. i think this will be yet another yet another deep change and we'll just adapt and things that uh, things maybe, uh, that seems maybe more mundane today, I don't know, like things that you can do basically with your with your hands, with your body, maybe this will be actually uh, typical things that are deeply human in the future. You
0: know, yeah. Being able to paint with your hands. Like, yeah, I agree, yeah. I agree. It's crazy, but you're right, you know, we as humans tend to adapt pretty easily to things like this, And technology is just constantly evolving. So, you know, it's impossible to avoid. And of course, there are always some cons that come with it, but it's so important because it impacts our lives in a real way. You know, like at search, we always say that we're combining the power AI of the magic with the magic of humans. And I think that's so true because in order to make that happen, you have to have humans to put it in place. So, Mm. you know, I was on product hunt yesterday and I saw actually a new version of a chat GPT, but for physicians where they are helping physicians diagnose their patients and they're also providing different medications for these different ailments. And um, not only that, but it's saving these doctors a lot of time on paperwork. They're able to see more patients and things like that. So, you know, sometimes tech can be a little bit scary. I hear people all the time say, AI is going to take over. A robot's gonna take my job <laughs> you know maybe in some facets but that's not always necessarily the case you know sometimes we are we're developing and we're creating to give people a better experience and to make lives easier so i think that's really important that people understand that
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah though uh, yeah i think just like you know it's hard to it's hard to imagine but i think it will still be, and and we see that in the fact that it's kind of scary, also for many people. It will it will still be like a deep revolution, maybe maybe of the order of like you know Copernicus saying, hey, you, the, the Earth is not the is not the center of the universe. That's something different, and here it, it might be something of this order of magnitude. And I guess at this time, well, there were less communication. Obviously, uh, news were were traveling slower than today, but they were probably <laughs> yeah. the same kind of deep worry about this new this new. Uh, kind of yeah this this new way of seeing how what is the place of the human what is the yeah. place of people in the universe yeah
0: absolutely um,
1: yeah so that, that I would say that's that's quite exciting but uh, we'll see uh, yeah. what happens yeah
0: yeah it's always a little bit scary but you're right you know as we evolve and we continue to grow and we continue to learn we're always developing new huge things. And without that, we wouldn't have a lot of the stuff we have today. So I think it's very beneficial for people to take a step back and realize, like you said, you know, in the 1800s, the development of whatever their technology was at that certain time period, they were afraid of that too. So I think we need to just embrace technology and the evolution of it and just roll with it, (laughs) truly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's very wise, but uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. We really agree.
0: Yes, absolutely. So in your creation and development of Hugging Face, did you guys have any significant challenges that you faced?
1: Oh, so many, so many, huh? Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. Any in particular I, uh... that stick out? A <laughs> couple of them, uh, let, let me maybe mention two, uh, Oh, three, Yeah, let's take like three of them. I guess one of one of these is how the field is moving even faster than we would have expected as someone in the field, right? Seeing from yes. outside, it's some. A lot of people tell me, and they say, "Hey, GPT just appeared from nothing," <laughs> and I say, "No, that's not that's not true. Like they, there was like a lot of like gradual increase in knowledge since uh, 2019, roughly 2018, like the mm-hmm. past four five, four five years, but still the acceleration is really crazy." so there is this this notion of uh, being very very reactive very 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 um, fast to to follow what's happening and being always always constantly uh, aware of where the field is going so so that's definitely a huge challenge yes um uh, for us there's been a couple to that the, the big challenge of growing growing the company from mm. 8 people to where we are now we are 150 people Mm-hmm. And that's also another big challenge. How do you bring people on board in a very fast-moving environment? How do you make sure everyone's happy? That the culture makes sense. That the culture is still there.
0: Yes. Um,
1: so that that was a, a very large challenge. And the last one I would say would be: um, How do you build a company uh, when you want to really think outside of the box? So, so Hugging Face is not based in the Bay Area. It's kind of uh, it's Brooklyn-based, and we all we are we have a very. Diverse range of nationalities uh, at Hugging Face, and there is this idea of let's think outside of the box uh, that we try to keep. Not just follow the the, the Bay Area, the Silicon Valley style of playbook, but try to build our own track outside mm-hmm. of what people want to want to build for us, want to as want to see us follow.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that's that's the last challenge. How do you stay true to your idea of building, you know, something that's kind of really significantly different than what exists out there? Um, yeah. Which is exciting. I think.
0: Yeah, it is. I think those are all pretty significant challenges. And especially the one when you mentioned with employees and maintaining the culture, because I actually, when I talked to Robertson yesterday, we talked about how businesses should really have a more employee centric culture rather than a customer facing culture. Because at the end of the day, your employees are the people who take care of your customers and your clients. And then they take care of your business and your business takes care of you. And, um, You know, I've seen a lot over the past few years of businesses who put their employees last and what we're seeing now with the great resignation or whatever you wanna call it, uh, everyone is leaving their jobs (laughs) and they're looking looking for a place where they feel valued and loved and respected. And I've talked to a couple of Hugging Face fellows, some people that get to participate with you guys in Slack and learn about all the things that you're building and, and get some cool Hugging Face merch. Um, and they have nothing but yeah. great things to say about the culture at Hugging Face. So I think you guys are doing a really great job.
1: Thanks, yeah, happy we're. yeah. It's a constant, I think it's a constant state of trying to to do the best that you can,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So have you always been into technology or were were you doing something prior to Hugging Face that kind of made you decide, hey, I wanna get into this?
1: Yeah, so so I've always been uh, interested in computers for sure, so that's Mm -hmm. for sure, but it was for a long time more a hobby, more a side hustle, and and my main uh, jobs, main career career were were more um, different type of things. So I started as a a physicist, I did a PhD in quantum physics, so Mm -hmm. I was more of a researcher. and then, And then I moved to, to legal. I was a patent attorney for, for five years, so that was more like legal, legal things. And, and finally I came kind of back to uh, to uh, doing what, I, what I've always liked to do, which is programming. Uh, so um, yeah came as a last uh, I would say regret. I was like, that's, that's really what I really like to do. so let's let's do that. Uh, and uh, I'm very happy uh, that Yeah. <laughs> that's well, so,
0: yeah. Um, well, it's very yeah. easy to do something you know well when you're passionate about it and when you love it it's, it's very easy it's not like going to work every day you get to wake up and do what you love which is amazing
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then the, yeah the problem is more yeah how do you find the right balance right how how do you make it so that your work does not become your your whole life but that's that's the story <laughs> yes. of everyone who is doing something that they like to do correct I think it's, still, it's still a good position to be in so uh, mm-hmm. yeah
0: Yes, it is. It is. It makes life more enjoyable, that's for sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I am going to wrap things up because I know your time is very valuable and I appreciate having you with me. I have one last question for you, and this might also be a little bit of a broad question. But so aside from ChatGPT, if you could predict something, what would you think (laughs) the future of tech would look like maybe 20 or 30 years from now? What do you think? 20 or you know.
1: 30 years for now, yeah.
0: Have um, any ideas?
1: <laughs> no, it's seems pretty clear that we'll have a, a machine that can do a, a lot of tasks, right? Uh, a right. lot of things that will help us, uh, a lot of things very likely they will be able to, to see and to hear and to use image and audio, uh, that's already, we already see the first signs of that. Um what I would hope to see is to see much more diversity uh, models that are not uh, that are also you know speaking more languages with yes. different type of uh, ethical moral uh, moral background that are maybe more tailored for for specific culture, um, yeah. So, so so we'll see that, and I can see a future where we'll be helped a lot by this machine in doing in doing a lot of the tasks that we do, um, and I hope we'll see you know like this kind of. Uh, positive and, and a kind of uh, beneficial collaboration where we feel like we can actually do more. Yeah. Personally, what I would be the most excited uh, would be to to start to see a machine that can do scientific discoveries. So basically, um, yes. that can help us accelerate or like uh, make new scientific discovery. It can be in biology, it can be in physics, it can be mm-hmm. everywhere where they can uh, help us. Think out of the box, maybe and connect maybe dots that are too far away for us to have them connected yet. So uh, that that would be really great. Yeah.
0: Yes, it would be really great. And if something like that occurs, which I'm sure it will, it might not even take a full 20 years at this point, at the rate we're going. But uh people will be applauding technology and I don't think they will shy away from it anymore. I definitely think they will embrace it fully and jump right into Mm -hmm. it, and they'll be looking for. Treatments for things and the things that we just simply haven't been able to figure out as humans yet. So I agree yeah. with you. I agree. I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Well, well I will let you go. Thank you so much for being part of this today. It was a pleasure meeting you.
1: I enjoyed oh, learning about
0: you too. Thanks. Okay. Have a good. Have day a great our... day. Bye. Bye.